When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now entering Nerdist.com. Action. You said action? Action. It's like, but it's like a, they don't say action for radio. This is radio. Ah. Theater of the mind, you know, and in theater, theater, you don't, you, you say, don't say action. Yeah, theater, you don't really say action. Yeah, before when you go to the play, you know, and the curtain comes up, and then you hear the guy go action, and then the and then the play starts. Didn't say, he didn't say action. All right, and the play starts. He go, he has a megaphone. He goes places, places. Yeah, yeah. He goes places, places. Step right up, step right up. Yeah, and then he says, "Come places. see the long limbed female." Right, that's and, what he says. And then does he does he never say action? I think they say action like when the, before any action scene. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like if, if there's a sword fight or something, they yeah, go there's action, a sword fight. and then you see the action. I'm not as familiar with theater as you are, so, so admittedly, if, I, I'm, I'm speaking from a, maybe a slight disadvantage here. But you do Shakespeare in the Park every summer. Yes, not uh, accredited Shakespeare. Not at the De La Corte Theater. No, not at the but De La Corte Theater. I do Shakespeare, yes. In the park. And not... I do uh, Shakespearean summaries. Yeah. I do my impression of what I think Shakespeare yeah. is. Michael Ian Black does his impression of Shakespeare summaries in the park. Yes. That's the, that's the full title. Yes. Yeah. And people love it. They love it. It's a it's a huge hit. Uh, you know, it's just a, it's just a pass the hat kind of thing. Yeah. That's how I that's how I make my money. It's the it's the summaries of the Shakespeare. Uh, Your impressions. My impressions. Yeah, yeah. That allows me to do the theater of the mind. Because if I say. Troilus and Crusader, you might yeah. not know what that one is, so you have to have an impression of the summary, right. not the actual summary. Right. Like if I just say that, what well, Troilus and Crusader. I say, first of all, yeah. I always thought it was Troilus and Cressida. Right, right. No, it's Crusader. Okay. And I go, this is a Shakespeare play. Action. Yeah, yeah. There's a battle going on. Oh, and so you would do that, you would act out the fight. Yeah, well, I'm just, I'm sort of pantomiming the sword fight. Okay. Because, well, I said action. Yeah, no, no, I didn't. Okay, yeah, yeah. Action! There's a sword fight going on between Troilus and Crusader. Yeah. And there's a battle, and everything's terrible, yeah, but yeah. poetic. Yeah. And then they fight, and then somebody dies. But there's more soldiers coming in. It's amazing. It's a historical <laughs> adventure. Oh, Romeo and, and Juliet. Romeo and Juliet, go. Two lovers who don't know each other's families very well. There's misunderstanding <laughs> and bad blood. Action! A fight oh, oh. between Romeo and the other guy, Romeo. and then and then Juliet may fall in love. Amazing, yeah. That fuck. No wonder. I mean, that's just and then great. well, then I pass the hat, and people are just like, oh, they can't. They love it. They can't give their money away. Well, you know what it is. It's a way to entertain and perform the classics without being all highbrow about it, without yeah. being all heady about it. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's you. a way. It's a way. It's a way to appeal to the people. It's kind of like making like. Shakespeare accessible. Like That's right. Make the classics accessible. Yeah. 
Now, it's nice that you do that. Now, we've been away, and we've faced the wrath and the fury. Oh, it's been horrible. Yeah, from the viewers. And incidentally, this is Mates, everybody. Mike and Tom eat snacks. Mike and Tom eat snacks. With my good friend, Magalie and Black. And my good friend, Tom. And it has what? been a long... I was kind of like, my good friend, Magalie and Black, my whole name. And you were just kind of like swallowed, like they might not even know who I am. I just said, my good friend, Tom. And I, No, but see, you're like, that's what I, that, I just want to point. Like, that's kind of like... Listen to the difference. Okay. My good friend, Michael Liam Black. Like you, there's no mistaking that you are star of, of stage and park, yes. Michael Liam Black. And then you say... My good friend, Tom. And, and you kind of swallow it and go on to the you know, next thing. People uh, might think, who's the guy, Tom? Who's the, or let me ask you this. Okay. Who's the guy that performs summaries of my impressions of Shakespeare in the park every you, summer? You. Therefore, don't question my diction. All right, no, right. Don't you, question yeah. my diction. Uh, I don't question your diction. You're so right. when you say, yeah. when you say, oh, I'm swallowing your name, to yeah. me what that's implying is a lack of mastery of craft. Right. And what I'm saying is so my, I'm, like, the, I'm the guy out there who's passing the hat to pay his bills for the entire yeah. year. Yeah. Clearly, I know a little something about diction. So my elocution is lacking is what I, you're saying. I'm not saying I'm not, that. Because you are no. Shakespeare's uh, impression summary, summary trained. Yes. You're, in you're the like, park. In the, yeah, your Shakespeare summary impression in the park train. Yes. Yeah, I got it. If so, I don't pass the hat, I starve. Right. So clearly, right. my diction... Well, if you don't pass the hat and get money in it, you starve. You could pass a hat like willy-nilly. I suppose technically that's correct. You wouldn't correct. suddenly that's be able correct. to eat. That's right. Right. Unless I eat my hat, which is a popular phrase. It's a phrase. This is the podcast... Mace. Where we uh, pick a snack, eat a snack, rate a, rate snack. a snack. Well, now, we've been doing this podcast for literally decades. Years. And well, this is the longest hiatus we've ever we had. We took a huge hiatus. But here's the thing, Michael. Like, you were working. I was working. What people don't quite understand is, like, listen, we're both known. I, I was doing a movie in Argentina. Mm-hmm. You, you were working in Hollywood. What, what people don't know is, look, it's, there's no technology that allows us to do our podcast if we're apart from each other. When That's that right. gets invented... Like, here's the thing. South America to Hollywood, it, it's an impossible... In today's world, I mean. Yes. It's an impossible bridge to gap. I'm doing what I'm known for, right? Look, I'm known for a certain thing. Mm-hmm. You're known for a certain thing. I, I'm known for sword, swords and sandals, and you're known for cop drama. And mm-hmm. you're off doing your typical thing, cop drama. I'm off doing my... Swords and Sandals, Epic Pick. And, you know, the two of us, there's no way from your work to my work that we can... I mean, if the viewers want to write in, and look, there's some debate, apparently it's come to head about whether or not they're viewers. If they want to write in, write us letters, and send those letters through, you know, the good United States Post Office to our places of work, then we can address the idea of how we might do this. But I'm flummoxed. Yeah. I, I, I'm well, baffled. There's no... Well, I don't know why people are upset at us. Like, how are we going to do it? There's no... There's Now, look. We've looked into this about as, as, as deeply as you can look into it. There is no technical way for us to communicate with each other unless we are facing each other in person. Because I wish there th- were. Because there's a... As everyone, I don't know if you, how good people's knowledge of the world geography is... But there's a there's a, a full border running between Hollywood and Argentina. More than one border. And, and not only that, it's come to my attention that there is something called. <laughs> this is, I still don't know. This is true. <laughs> 
<laughs> somebody say, somebody tell me they're on a different time zone than us. Now, I don't know if that's... Well, I'm, not, I'm not a scientist, so I don't want to... Yeah, I, don't wanna, I'm I can't like, speculate Oh, you can this. move... To, I was like, you can move time? Yeah. So it's like one time here and another time there. That seems unlikely to me, but the point was, we had a challenge. And we, we um, I want to say failed miserably at that challenge. Would you agree with that assessment? There's no other way to assess it other than to say we failed miserably. We had a challenge. We, we approached the challenge head on, and that was to do our mates while we were in different places. Failed. We couldn't figure out how to do it. The point, look, there's no point in having a challenge if there isn't the possibility of failing in the challenge. It's not a challenge by definition. In essence, we succeeded in the challenge by failing. Right, because we undertook the challenge. Exactly right. You said to me... Do you want to do mates? Mm-hmm. I remember saying, yes. You said, I've got another podcast now. Mm-hmm. I remember saying, you know, just like, yeah, fuck you. You were silent for about two minutes. Then you said, but do you still want to do mates? And I recall saying quite clearly, yes. And then you said, how should we do this given the border thing? And then I think there was about 20 minutes of silence. And then I said, Check in with you later. I remember you said... And that was like three months ago. Yeah, and you said, yeah. So you can't say that we didn't try. Thank you. Okay? I don't feel like... There are times when I don't feel like we give ourselves the credit we deserve. This is one of those times where I feel like we did. Let's make a present to ourselves to say thank you for our effort. Now here, what we have today on... Night! For those who are new to the podcast, and there might be some new, this might be a new thing sweeping. You know, well, it's like, sure. a, it's it's like, like a, a John Travolta in Pulp Fiction. There'll be a big relaunch. You know, yeah, there'll it's be like a, big... a reimagining, if you will. Yeah, but it's not a reimagining. We're going to do the same thing. That's right. And what we do is we pick a snack, we eat a snack, we rate a snack. So today's snack on this mates. Was, this was sent to us. Yeah. By. You got. You got to... I have a nom de plume. Okay, be careful. I have this is from Remington Newman colon Duke of Tumwater Hill. Tumwater. And yes, you can use my full name and title, he says. Now, I suspect what's going on here uh-huh. is uh, is a little a little uh, cloak and dagger. I think possibly there are viewers out there and the whether or not they're viewers, I don't know, who own snack companies. Uh-huh. Small batch snack companies. Yep, yep. And know that when other snack owners have sent us things, they tend to get reviewed unfavorably because they present the snack so poorly. Right. So I suspect maybe we have a little of this going on because so this, you, is, this is this 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 person Remington Newman, Duke of Tumwater Hill, sent us uh, an assortment of Tim's potato chips, a brand I'm not familiar with. Tim's potato chips. Or Tim's. Tim's. Tim. Tim. Tim's. Now, in the Tim's cast, now the way this letter is written is By very peculiar. Duke of Tumwater Hill. He now, says, "I felt compelled to send you this assortment of Tim's cascade-style well, potato can I stop chips." You? I yeah. don't like to interrupt you, but the, probably the best part of the letter is how it's addressed. I mean, uh, it, it does say, "Dear all caps, Michael Ian Black!" Exclamation mark. Uh, and Tom, if you want to win me over, right? Like that's kind of. I think that's a good it's way. It's not to go. a bad way to go yeah. for me, right? Like, yeah. hey, fuck you, Jack. I'm like, all right, okay. What do you got? <laughs> you got. Now, see, listen to this sentence. Okay. This just reeks to me of PR person. Okay. 
While most chip lines, chip is capitalized, incidentally, which I find curious. While most oh, chip so lines, for, just calling it a chip line. Just while a most line, chip line lines chip line. typically hang their hat on their original flavor, Tim does things a bit differently. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It smells a little flackish, right? It's a little suspect. By far, the most popular variety is jalapeno. It is Tim's flagship chip, his flagship, if you will. It's almost like Tim is writing it himself. I, look, I don't know. Yeah, we don't know. I don't know. But I've heard a lot of talk from others in the snack game claiming that Miss Vicky makes the preeminent jalapeno chip. But out here in the Pacific Northwest, we know different. You know, I just... Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to... I'm going to... Let, let me do a little sleuthing here. Yeah, it's it's made in Algona, Washington. Yeah, Cascades, right? No, they're known that's the Pacific Northwest, right there. Cascades, yeah. I don't know, I, I but but I'm not going to judge by the letter. Well, listen, Remington Newman, the Duke of Tumwater Hill, you know, might might just be a real Duke up there on Tumwater Hill. Entirely possible. But he also might be that might be might be Tim. Might be Tim. Or somebody who works for Tim. Either I'm way. I'm going to say it's, it would be probably somebody who works for Tim. But I don't think Tim has a massive... It's not the massive offices of Miss Vicky's, for example. No. Miss Vicky... This guy hates it. Hates Miss Vicky's, by the way. Uh, yeah. Snack size bags found at various sandwich shops. Miss Vicky's chips are virtually unfindable in Tim's domain. Which I guess is Tumwater Hill. It is my belief she's too scared to dare compete directly with Tim up there at Tumwater Hill. I mean, I feel like I feel like we're now conduits between Tim and Miss Vicky. I don't want to get between this. I, this isn't my job. Look, he loves her. Won't admit it. He loves Miss Vicky. Won't. And this is his way to get Miss Vicky. I guess. So I'm going to start with Tim's original because I need a baseline. Need a baseline. For chip. The chip line. Um, and, you know, it presents itself well. It look, they, These kind of have an artisanal look about them. They they're, look like the classic kettle chip. Yeah, they're not uniform like a Lay's. No. These are individual. These are folded in different ways. They present, you know, um, they present a unique chip with every chip. I, I said that beautifully. No, you did it. You did a great well, job. I'm taking a bite. Go ahead. No. They're lightly salted, okay? They're original, lightly salted. Also writes extra thick and crunchy. They are crunchy. I don't find them extra thick at all. I don't find them extra thick either. I do find them lightly salted. Yeah. And as a base... That's that's good. As a baseline potato chip... That's good. That's pretty good. I just took a bite. Second one. It is lightly salted, and that might be their problem. That might be why it's not the most popular. I wish, literally, when my first... I've had two chips now. Mm-hmm. I can tell you right now. I can tell you as right now. I wish it was a little more salted. Yeah. It's if, too lightly salted. If me. you're going to do a potato chip, don't skimp on the salt. No. Who are you kidding? Yeah, it's a potato chip. The salt is 90% of the enjoyment. That's why you get the potato chip. Or the potato and the salt. You don't just want to eat potatoes. There's no reason to just eat potatoes. There's no reason to have an unsalted potato chip. Now, here's the one that I was intrigued by, because I'm just moving on, because I've got my baseline. It's a good potato oh, chip. I'm there sitting there going, hey, asshole, just get the Johnny seasoned then. No, I've never, this is, this is Tim's. in partnership with some kind of seasoning salt made by 
Johnny's. The brand name is Johnny's. I've got a picture of the Johnny's salt shaker on front of the chip bag, which is rare. But these days, Michael, that's the kind of thing you see. You see a sports uniform with uh, advertising on it. So this thing is called Johnny's Seasoned Tim's Potato Chip. My, my understanding is that Johnny's, like Tim's, is a Northwest brand. Because it's certainly not something I see here. Never seen that. Has to be a Northwest brand. Pacific Northwest. Uh, go ahead. Crack those open. We'll see what kind of... So these guys have said, look... I don't have the bucks to just throw salt on my thing. Mm-hmm. I want to partner with you. You want to sell your salt, and I want to sell my chip. So I'll season my chips with your salt. What do you say, Johnny's? Johnny says yes to that. They come up with these Johnny's seasoned thing chips, and now Michael has gone in and attempted. And what does he say, Michael? What does what is what does Michael say? Well, Johnny, on the can there it says Johnny's. It's pure magic. Or it's barbecue. Not barbecue. Kind of barbecue. It's not magic. It's definitely not magic. You're magic. Not bad. Thank you. Not bad. Not bad. I think that's right. It's it's a good chip. Yeah, that's a good chip. Um, I can't say. I can't, in all honesty, say that this is my favorite seasoning salt. There's other seasoning salts I have found in my life that I like better. In Old Bay seasoning, or Lowry's. Yeah. Oh, Lowry's is great. But you know, I'm such a fan of seasoning salt in general. It'd be hard to screw up seasoning salt for me. And Johnny's doesn't screw it up. This Johnny's does not screw it up. It, it, it's quite good. It, it's got a barbecue tinge to it, uh, like a smoky, right? It's got that smoke. A little bit. In there. Um, I can tell you right now, I prefer the salt level to the Johnny's that I... To the, than to the original lightly salted. I said that well. Well, thankfully, the, it's not lightly Johnny's seasoned. It's fully Johnny's yeah, it's seasoned. seasoning salt. Which is what you want. What I wish, though, is that there was a chip, and it seems like a fairly smart, they're just an original. Fully salted. Fully salted. And maybe that exists, and the Duke of Tumwater Hill didn't send it to us. But Possibly. But doesn't, doesn't seem like him. The one thing I will say for Johnny's, is that I wish it had a little bit more punch to it. Just a little bit more pucker the lips and 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 make me squirm a little bit. I want I want to squirm the, a little the, bit to the Johnnies. To the Johnnies. You just you wish the John the the the, man, the salt brand they wish that they'd gone into bed with. You wish it had a little more bite. That's right. Well, maybe that'll be you know the Duke of Tumwater Hill was really pushing the jalapeno. I know. I kind of almost to the point of saying, ignore the other stuff. Try the jalapeno. Right. That's the flagship chip, or flagship. flagship, if you will. He's shut up. Yeah, flagship. Shut up exactly. So I'm opening the jalapeno, and it says right there in the package, hot. And there's a pe- pic- picture of a pepper with flames coming off of it. So that leads me to believe it's supposed to be hot. We've dealt with we have these kinds of claims before. We've dealt with graphics. I've I've been knocked on my, my keister by some of them, as you know, and some of them have been disappointed. Because I'm not, I don't handle the heat as well as you do. Well, it definitely smells like jalapeno, which I always like. I like when you can smell the actual jalapeno pepper. Which is the bag? Is this the bag here? Yeah, because it indicates to me that they're using jalapeno. Which is, you know, that's the claim you want. That's jalapeno. Hello. Um. First I'm interested, impression. I'm interested in what you're going to say, but I got a hot one. 
My first impression. Hut, I got a hot one. Is that this is a remarkable? Look at my finger. A remarkably greasy chip. Holy crap! And yet, was that from the chip? Uh, yeah. No. I, I have a sheen on my index finger that seems to have. <laughs> I know a couple of girls that could tell you. Oh, look at that! What? Look at the inside of the bag. The, the inside of the bag is literally coated in grease. Holy hand in a hand. Uh, that's not necessarily. Uh, that's not. That's not necessarily a, a, a check mark against for me. No, no, no. I don't buy a chip. I don't listen. The healthy chip thing. I don't sign on for that, Michael, as you know. I do know. You know, like, part of me is like, if I'm going to have a bag of chips, it doesn't have to be the healthiest, most like, this is the best for your chip. It's a, it's a chip. There's only so much good a chip is going to do. Marcus, get us some water. Fucking guy, like, why do I have to ask? That's the thing that bugs me about it. Well, it makes me feel terrible that he's been sitting here for months waiting for us to return. You know, and it's not like there's a lot to do here at Mates Worldwide Headquarters. When you're here, and when the button is pushed, and when, like, the you know, the microphone... Be ready with the water. Just, I don't, shouldn't have to ask halfway through. Like, you, not you, for what we're paying it. You heard how I asked. I was kind of like... A, now the people, the, the, who are the people that listen to this? The viewers? The viewers. So the viewers are going to suddenly... You know, I know they think I'm awesome. Right. A great-looking guy. Like, a really good-looking guy. Really good-looking. A great-looking guy. Yeah. They hear that tone of voice, they might think I'm not so great looking. Right. It bugs me that they had to hear that, but he should have the fucking water ready. I'm he should have the fucking water. I shouldn't have to ask for fucking water. And not only that, we're eating chips. I know. Like, what's the first thing you get when you have chips? Like, you open the bag and you eat it. But what's the second thing? Napkins. Napkins. What's the third thing? Maybe a Coke or a Diet Coke? Yeah. What's the fourth thing if you don't like Coke or Diet Coke? Pepsi or not Diet Pepsi. Pepsi or whatever the soda that you want. Say right. there's no soda. Right. Right? And you're, you're, you're thirsty? Yeah, what do you yeah, get? Yeah. I'd get a juice. Yeah. And I, say you're like looking in the fridge and you, what, all you want is mango juice. There's no mango juice. Sometimes what I do is... Like if I'm orange juice maybe. Yeah. Well, sometimes if I'm thirsty and I want a juice and there's no juice, yeah. but there's grapes, I'll just eat the grapes. Because then it's like I'm getting yeah, juice yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I'm, you know, and it's, they yeah. taste delicious. Yeah. Or, you know, or somebody, if some, somebody walks by and they have a peach, right. you can just, can I have your peach? Right. Right? That for sure. But then what's maybe the, after the peach and the juice... And the sodas and the napkins. Mm-hmm. Then what do you want? Wait till I get home and then I drink something. Yeah, but I don't want to Probably wait. either a soda or a juice or yeah. I might have some fruit. What if you don't need juice, though? Mm-hmm. You got, maybe you just have some grapes? Yeah, I'd have some grapes. So you just have some grapes. But say you don't none of that stuff. You know what you want? Water. Yes. I shouldn't have to fucking ask for it. That's my point. Marcus! First impressions of the jalapeno chip. I got to tell you, I think they're right on. It's the best chip I've had of Tim so far. It's a good chip. Now, I'm not, I think I've said this before, I'll say it again, I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of jalapeno flavoring in general on a chip. But if I'm going to have a jalapeno chip, I might reach for Tim's because it it works pretty well. It's spicy. It's got some bite. It's not overdoing it. It's not underdoing it. Tim, you won me over with the jalapeno. Yeah, I, why are you still standing? You want a tip? Why are you still standing? I don't know what his deal is. Marcus. Hey. Thank you. Thank you, Marcus. Go. I don't, I don't understand. You said he's the best intern you'd see. Like you'd see the side of the Mississippi. And I got to tell you, frankly, I, I bought on for it, but now I'm not so sure. The king of condiments proclaims when guests appear to entertain. Serve them garlic butter mixed with vinegar on mustard based plantain.
Okay, let me tell you something about the jalapeno. My opinion mirrors your opinion. I don't, jalapeno is not my first, second, or third choice, but that's a good jalapeno chip. All right. Now we're into, uh, this is interesting. Tim's also has a deal with Vlasic dill pickles. Can I tell you, right now that surprises me. Because Vlasic is a national brand. Yeah, and, and Tim's is, is a like regional. Vlasic is throwing them themselves in with this, uh, you know, can-do chip from the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, a boutique chip. An artisanal chip. So what, what this is telling me is that the Vlasic guys are going, let's take a chance on these young bucks. I like that. I like Vlasic's initiative here. Let's see if they're, if they're getting their money's worth. This might be us getting a little education here with the Tims. Like maybe the Tims is a... Like maybe these guys are like, listen, we have a PR firm. We know what we're doing. We've got a plan. I like that. Now, dill pickle is like jalapeno for me. Now, my brother, he, he loves the dill pickle chip. Yeah, he does. He'll buy like the normal chip and then beside it will be the dill pickle. Right? My brother loves it. Mm-hmm. It's not for me. Dill pickle's been a big trend in the chip world lately. Um, don't know how that quite evolved. Yeah, people decided to throw in with... What, what, what exists out there instead of inventing something? They thought they'll throw in with dill. It's made a comeback and I'm not sure why. Well, because I think the salty and the dill... It works well with the potato. It's, it, it, it takes a certain kind of genius to think dill pickle potato chip. Yeah, I'll give that a go. And no, I, Listen, I don't discount the original dill pickle inventor, but the fact that people are still like running the dill out there, you know what I mean? It's like they keep running it out there. Well, the thing is, once one guy does it, oh, yeah. everybody yeah. has to do it. Guy do it. You got to have your dill pickle chip yeah. if you want to have yeah. a fully representational chip line, which these guys do. We'll combat you at every turn. We'll match your deal with our deal. We'll match your deal with fucking Vlasic. And then people are like, wait, who's this Tim's? Mm-hmm. Listen. It might get you noticed. Got, that kind of thing might get you noticed. We certainly get, got my attention. You get a Hollywood meeting? Yeah, Hollywood's calling. It certainly got my attention. And I like it. I think That's I... That's a good dill pickle chip. I think I like... Well, I like dill pickles a lot. Uh-huh. So I think I probably prefer... But will you go out and buy a dill pickle chip? I never have before. See? Probably and never you will. Like it. I do like it. Thing. I like dill pickle too. But I won't actually spend, you know, the 99 cents on a bag of dill pickle chips. No. There's too much out there to get. My problem is... Like I... Miss Vicky's. Oh, you hate that, don't you, Duke? Don't you hate that? I'm just tweaking you, Duke. I'm tweaking you a bit. Duke. Come on, Duker. Come on. We all love Miss Vicky's. Look, you're playing catch up. She's out there. She's great. Look, there's no... You can't say she's not great. She's great. And that's why you love her. Good for you. Go get her. That's my advice to you. Go get her. Once you get her, never let her go. I'm never going to get a dill pickle chip, but I have, I question never myself now. Never going to get a dill pickle chip. Am I too old school? Am I falling behind the times? Is this something that I should be getting? Is this what the, is this what the kids are doing with, their, with their money? This is something that we... Because both of us have just hit our 30s, and uh, we're... We constantly have to evaluate. We have to look at ourselves in the mirror and go, wait a minute, wait a minute. Am I like some dinosaur right. spouting off about snacks because I have a take on snacks from, from 30 years ago? Right. We it's- are the number one snack podcast and we have to govern ourselves accordingly. That's right. Just because we were born in the 80s doesn't mean... No, does not mean... That we have to, that we, uh, have to be trapped... By right. our formative years in the mm-hmm. 90s. Exactly right. No. No. 
No, exactly right. We have to stay on top of the snack game and all its permutations. Just because we grew up with the Bush era mm-hmm. does not mean we're going to stay with that glorious era, does it? My first president that I really remember is Bill Clinton. That uh, saucy minx. He was a saucy minx. No, completely. A guy who a guy who enjoys potato chips, incidentally. Yeah. So the last one we got on the now, registrar. Here I have to say, I'm hopeful here. I'll tell you that much. You're hopeful. I I'm I no very way. pessimistic yeah. about this because of the packaging. Well, but here's what here's the thing is, uh, it got it got off to a slow start out of the gate for me. I was like, I didn't understand why we just didn't have chips. The lightly salted didn't didn't exactly work for me. Then the Johnny's was too specific in a strange way for me with the seasoning. I was like, just just have salt on your chip. And that put me in a bad mood. I got cranky. Mm-hmm. Then the jalapeno righted the ship for me. I'm like, that is a good look. Credit where credit's due. That's a good solid chip. And then the dill pickle. Surprising. I didn't think the dill pickle would would carry any weight in the conversation. And the dill pickle was like, that is really. That's like one of the best dill pickle chips you could help to find in the globe. And so I see the cheddar, and what we're talking about here, folks, cheddar and sour cream. And like you, I looked at that and I thought, nope, no way. But now, I got to say, you, you've gone two for two on your, on your specific flavors. Mm-hmm. Perhaps, you'll do, perhaps you'll go three for three. Cheddar, and, so, cheddar and sour cream, I find it's difficult to get right. What was the one that we had? Well, not sour cream, but it was the New York chip, right? Yeah. The kettle chip. They had an excellent that, chip. That, their cheddar was excellent. Sharp, real cheese, and that is the benchmark as far as I'm concerned for the, for the cheddar chip. Tell what I like about Tim's. Go on. You open a package of Tim's, yeah. and what you're greeted with is grease. grease. Yeah. And, it's and like flavoring. They, it's like they just swept them off the fryer right there. I like that. Me too. It surprised it's me at first. You know, with the jalapeno, when you look in, and, you, and, and I'm covered up to my elbow in, in, uh, in yeah. potato lube. Yeah. But... Now that I'm used to it, now that I've come to expect a greasy potato chip bag from Tim's, I kind of look forward to it. I enjoy it. I'm reaching in. I'm pulling out cheddar and sour cream. Yeah, like you, I, I am. I, I I'm not daunted by. Uh, you know, if I open a bag and it's a greasy look, I'm like, I, that, it's a potato chip. You know, and that actually is a big plus for me when I reach for some Tim's. Okay, so you had the cheddar. I'm going to hold off on a bite and let you weigh in. You're not weighing in great. You're doing a moderate, moderately good god of weighing. Can I just point out, like, Stormtroopers hitting the ground? Is that from the Duke, or is that just another one? It's from the Duke, I believe. Yes, it's from the Duke. There's a Stormtrooper who has hit the ground and is lying in a pool of rapidly spreading blood. Pretty good. Yeah, you get points for that Duke. Yeah, Duke. But unfortunately, that can't affect your snack rating. I don't like the sour cream and onion, or the, the cheddar and sour cream. It's, it's, I guess for me what it is. Go on. Is when I, when I eat a flavored potato chip, uh-huh. I'm looking for a lot of flavor. Mm-hmm. I don't want yeah. a subtly flavored chip. No. Nope. Almost never. So the cheddar and sour cream to me, mm-hmm. while acceptable... As cheddar and sour cream is not wowing me, it's not overwhelming me mm-hmm. with its flavor. Mm-hmm. Therefore, I find myself disappointed. Yeah, Romeo, I'm with you. I find that, like you, what the jalapeno does is it. It's a, this is my jalapeno chip statement. Sharp and clean. Same with the dill. And unfortunately, the best experience, like I 
just mentioned I've had with the cheddar chip was the surprise of a real sharp cheddar taste from that New York kettle. And that's the benchmark for me. And this this is a this is a workmanlike effort here. This is it tastes like cheese, but it, it it does not explode in your mouth. I wonder if the sour cream is actually hurting the cheddar. Yeah, I don't understand. To me, it's like make a cheddar chip, then I'll go get me some sour cream. But listen, that thing where you combine, you know, a, that kind of consistency in your chip, it's like no, you can't do it. Short of having the actual. Because it's a mouthfeel. It's a mouthfeel. The sour cream is a mouthfeel. You need that kind of cold taste, that kind of you know liquidy taste. And you can get cheddar, sure, but it's very, very hard to get sour cream to me. I agree. I agree. Um, the most successful, I would say, is sour cream and onion as a flavor. Mm-hmm. Cheddar and sour cream is not... Because sour cream and onion is a, a more noted combination. Yeah. Cheddar and sour cream is, is it's much not, less it's not It's not, it's not so a typical combination. What are your for your taco or whatever you have? Yeah, your cheddar and sour cream taco. What are you talking about? You know, cheddar, do you ever have the cheddar and sour cream taco down at Cheddar and Sour Cream Tacos? Oh, yeah. I, on, I love that Down place. on La Brea? Yeah. I wasn't sure if that's the place you meant. Well, yeah. There's only one taco truck I know. It's called Cheddar and Sour Cream Tacos. I, did, I, I didn't know that you knew that place, which I like a lot on La Brea Dude, there. I'm there every Wednesday. I'm there every Wednesday. I usually go by for lunch, though. Oh, see, I'm there at dawn. Okay. How long do you stick? I'm there probably from dawn to right, right about lunchtime. It's weird because I come in for my lunch about 8 a.m. just to get in line. So it's weird mm. I haven't seen you there on Wednesdays. Well, it's always such a mob scene. Yeah, I mean, I've never been there when there's anybody else there, but yeah, I hear you. All right, I got to get out of here. Ratings! So for me, I'm going to give you a little bit of advice, um, Duke. You've got something on your hands here. Okay, so what you need to do, what you need to do is go after Vicky's like a real guy. And I can tell you right now, Vicky is not going to be impressed with Remington Newman, Duke of Tumwater Hill. No, you, you, got, you, you got something, so throw that card in the garbage. You have something on your hands. Present it like a dude, okay? Just walk in there and present it like a man, you know? Present it like Tim. Tell your flack to quit playing his silly little games. Walk in there to Miss Vicky's and just say, hey, cup of coffee? Mm-hmm. And then when she goes and gets you a cup of coffee, put some chips on her desk and run out. That's how a man would do it. Am I right? You're right. That's how a man would do it. So... We want to, do you want to go individual bags or do we want to go Tim's? I kind of just want to go Tim's. Yeah, I think we should go Tim's. Tim's is, listen, you need to, you need, you've got some really solid things and you've got some things that need some work on. We've expressed the ones we like. We think that you, you're jalapeno. You could, that can play with anybody in the world. And that's a statement, my friend. So take the jalapeno bag and do what you did there with pepeno and the dill pickle. Do that with the other stuff. You can do it. I know you can because you've gotten this far. I'm very impressed with you, and I want to see you on national shelves. Tim's Potato Chips, seven. I have nothing to add. Seven. I'll see you next week. See you next week!
Now leaving Nerdist.com. 